Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right. Hey, all you sexy babies. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve. That's not Steve. Come on now. That is Matt Belanger. That's Matt Belanger. Hey, man. What's that? Hey. Uh, we also got Mike the Zamboni hey, hey. in the house. And we got a little music news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is The Beat. All right. The Beat is what we call our music news. Yeah. And Robert Smith of the cure is really trying to return fairness to the process of buying concert tickets over the weekend he announced that 7000 scalped tickets uh to the upcoming cure tour have been canceled and he plans to resell them and donate the original fees to amnesty international huh the, i don't know how he can do that how well, do you, how I'm do you saying. retrieve them like so, these were tickets that were sold and then were resold. That's what I'm getting. Scalped, right? Yeah, you know. And then uh, aren't those? I don't know the details. Aren't those scalp transactions usually like cash outside of the venue? Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. So, so I he, don't know how he's going to do it, but um, is he making a statement about don't scout my tickets or what's he? Well, yeah, he's really he, he previously opted out of Ticketmaster's platinum and dynamically priced ticket options, okay, which have been responsible for you know grossly inflating yes uh, ticket prices on other tours, and he also got Ticketmaster to issue refunds to some buyers okay. to compensate for those higher fees. He's been very, very vocal. He's been yeah. posting about it like almost like hour by hour posting updates because wow. he's working really hard to protect his fans. Sure. You know, they've got this big tour coming up. They haven't been on tour, I don't think, for a while. And so people are very excited and they're just getting screwed left and right. I feel like these artists must be so frustrated yes. by this Ticketmaster debacle. Right. And these, you know, people are getting priced out of going to some of these shows. Some of the fees are more than the face value of the ticket. Which makes no sense. No. Like, that should not ever happen. Uh, and, you know... I'd like to imagine the artists want everyone to be able to attend. You know, maybe they're in the cheaper seats. Who cares? They're still getting right. to go to the right, show. Right, right. But to be able to have to, this must be infuriating. So I totally get where maybe he's coming from with yeah. this. You know, you know, what we should. Someone else needs to. Hello, business idea. Someone with a lot more math skill and business acumen than maybe me. <laughs> needs to <laughs> needs to like start a competitive Ticketmaster. Well, that's the thing. problem. Is that Ticketmaster basically is a monopoly. Pretty much, yeah. You know, they're they're not the only you know show in town as far as getting tickets, but 
Sometimes they are. This is the moment, though. This is the moment of opportunity when pretty much everyone on the street, you say Ticketmaster, and everyone says bad. <laughs> like they, I mean, yeah. some company could or, or entity could capitalize and right. create the anti Ticketmaster, and it would go gangbusters. Yeah, I don't know how it all works. Yeah. I can't figure it out. But anyway, uh, so that is happening. That's nice that he's donating. Yeah. And the um, other thing, I heard the CMT Music Awards last night. Yes. I, you know, I just got it back into town, so I, I didn't know how really you do it, honey. Get to watch, but um, <laughs> uh, I have a friend who's not a big country music fan, but he was like, "Wow," he said, um, "Is CMT hipper than CMA?" And I was like, "Well, you know, not normally." And he said that the the show is really good. He said. Oh. Um, well, we'll get to some of the the performances, and then we'll get to the um, to the fashion. But apparently, Kelsey Bar- Ballerini um, made a serious uh, message before the show. Here's mm. what she had to say: okay. On March 27th, 2023, three nine-year-olds, along with Dr. Catherine Kuntz, Cynthia Peak, and Mike Hill, walked into the Covenant School and didn't walk out. The community of sorrow over this and the 130 mass shootings in the U.S. this year alone stretches from coast to coast. I wanted to personally stand up here and share this moment because on August 21st, 2008, I watched Ryan McDonald, my 15-year-old classmate, lose his life to a gun in our cafeteria. I pray that the closeness and the community that we feel through the next few hours of music can soon turn into action like real action that moves us forward together to create change for the safety of our kids and our loved ones. Very powerful. I did not know that about her. Mm. I didn't realize she was involved in a school shooting. Um, Wow. Yeah, that's just, I just, I still can't get over how many mass shootings Mm -hmm. there have been since the start of the year. But um, I like what she had to say. And apparently the show, you know, they're trying to bring people together. And one of the highlights, let's do, um, let's do Sweet Home Alabama. This is um, Billy Gibbons from... Um, from uh, ZZ Top, right? I believe he's ZZ Top. Yeah. Cody Johnson and Paul Rogers. Such a classic yeah. tune, you know? Gives everybody feeling good. So there was that. I know uh, Alanis Morissette performed with four uh, country artists. We don't have to play that, but it was Lainey Wilson, uh, Morgan Wade, uh, Ingrid Andrus, and Madeline Edwards. They did You Ought to Know, her classic. Of course, they had to like drop out during certain parts of the song. And then we've got, uh, let's do Carly Pierce teaming up with Gwen Stefani on Just a Girl. So 
over. I do. Yeah. Like CMT Crossroads is what they, you know, that's a program that takes people from uh, different genres of music and, and pair them with a country artist and um, oh. they do each other's songs. So that was really great. Now, you wanted to talk about the fashion. I feel like maybe I just live under a rock, but I feel like these folks were looking fine last night. Whoa. Um, first of all, we were all like, uh, actually, Megan Newquist brought it up um, this morning, but she's like, Shania Twain looks incredible. Yeah, she and looks she's amazing. 57, and she's just looking phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Um, and there were some really great moments. I don't understand. Uh, one of my question marks, maybe you can weigh in. Um, if you look at Gwen Stefani's outfit. Yeah, <laughs> Did yeah. you see this thing with the, the polka dots? And, and, and then she had like the like a like a, a, a tripod of hair on oh the wait, top. Oh wait, I don't see polka dots. Well, here, here's here, I'll flip it around. Okay, on I'm looking li- It's 37 out of 40, but here, 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 here. Oh, here, oh, here. oh let me see. Yeah. Oh, cute. Very cute. 80s. It's very 80s. Yeah, there was a lot of throwback. There was a I'm lot of disco. I'm looking at the red carpet stuff oh, in the link oh, oh, that oh. I put up there. I was, I'm sorry. I'm looking at some of You're the shots from the, the show. You're looking at the performances, and I'm looking at the red carpet. Yeah, Shania looks amazing. She keeps doing fun stuff with her hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's red right now. She's wearing a red dress. It's cut out by on the side oh, yeah, of no, her she, belly. The mid-drift, I know, and that's... Man, I mean, my midriff shows when I like, you know, work out and overhead at the gym, and it's not intentional. Just kind of <laughs> hangs out of my shirt. It's too small. My God. Then the we have Megan the Stallion. Oh boy, this wow. this is the one that we had to kind of talk about. We we almost see part of her pelvis. Right, and my question about that is, <laughs> well, I mean, again, tape. I get it. Red tape. I think there's a lot of tape. <laughs> I Brought do. to you by <laughs> Scotch. <laughs> no, I, uh, that is like one wrong twist. Oh, yeah. And we're in, we're in. We're in porno land. Yeah. So yeah. that, but that was a bold, it's kind of like a 70s disco throwback kind of a. Yeah. Vibe and then yeah. uh, Alicia Davis was on the red carpet in like a. Di- she basically wore a disco ball. I mean, I think, but it's, but it's hot. You know, it's like a pantsuit. The, got the nice little kind of yeah. faux high waist. I love it. It's not all about, you know, right. cowboy boots and cowboy hats. And No, and the guys look phenomenal. Who was this? Uh, bloop, 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 bloop. Let me find it. Hold on. There's a big list. Lots of shots here. Oh, this is great. Who's this one dude? This guy. Who's Travis Kelsey? Kelsey. Kelsey? It's the tight end for the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Well, he was there, and he looked fine in mm-hmm. this suit. This, like, blue suit with the T-shirt underneath. I can't rock that. but I And he's got this kind of the boots on, but it just looks crisp and clean. But I love that look of the blazer with the T-shirt underneath. I just think it's, I just think it's so very smart. So is it smart. just a blazer and a T-shirt? Yeah. Yeah. May I see? Yeah. Yeah. Go it's up. A it's, good look. It's 11 out of 40. Here. Oh, I'm on a different no, site. No, you're not. Than you're on the same one. I promise you are. Oh, there's numbers next to them? The oh, pink. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Isn't that great with the. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's not it's, anything new. It's simple, but I just think he looks fantastic. Yeah, because he's got a great body. Well, that's true. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> It helps a lot. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway, right, we got to right. go. We got a little food news when we come back. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and Matt, 
I know. Your healthy eating is causing another health issue? I think I might know what it is. No, it's not. Oh. It's not what you guessed. Okay. All it's right, because I wrote my guess in there. All right, we will discuss that and uh, a new item at Culver's. You might like it. You might think it's gross. We'll get to that all next. Nobody gets Hello. Welcome back to the program. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Steve is out, Matt Belanger's in. We got a little food news. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Okay. Hey, let's talk about something new. Who's a fan of Culver's? You like Culver's? I have maybe been to Culver's one time in my whole life. I, I. I, it looks it is, good. It, it looks is an really occasional good. treat for me. What about you, buddy? You go to Culver's? Oh, it's the best fast food there oh. probably is. I bet their fries are really good. I used to live like uh, t- 10 minutes from their headquarters. So when oh. you're in Wisconsin that oh, long, you yeah. have to embrace the Culver's. I think good. I've been to the one down by Canterbury. Mm. Okay. One time. It's and the, it was in the 90s, I think. It's <laughs> the one place where I totally forgive them when you have to like pull ahead and wait. Because I know oh. that they're actually like making it when i have to if you have to do that at like a different fast food place i just feel it's because of disorganization oh interesting. <laughs> but when it's at culver's it's because That's it's interesting it, it's i don't know it's marketing anyway culver's trying something new would you donna valentine sink your teeth into a big juicy peanut butter and jelly cheeseburger no I would not. What if it was on a stick and it was at the fair? Nope. <laughs> not interested. And I don't eat burgers. So That's that. right. Well, But let's pretend I did. Pretending. The yeah, this is still not no. up your alley. Yeah, the fast food chain Culver's testing this new bacon cheeseburger option, folks, with peanut butter and jelly. And I, let's, I do not believe this is a, a, a late April Fool's. This is a real thing here. Hmm. Uh, they're testing this out, select Wisconsin locations. Um, it's a single patty with cheese, two strips of bacon on a pretzel bun. Pretzel bun! Um, then they got a slathering of peanut butter on there, and then what looks like a big blob of grape jelly. And there is a photo of this thing. And uh, the burger costs, uh, hashtag inflation, $8.39. <laughs> wow. Just the burger! Wow. So uh, maybe, who knows, if it's going to become a real thing to a Culver's near you. But, um, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. Because there is such a thing as, like, a savory jam, right? Oh, sure. And so we, we That talk, could work. We talk about strange combinations with food a lot. And uh, I said that peanut butter burgers are one of my favorite jams. Really? Like, if you haven't tried it before, try it. You get that sweet, savory. Throw some, like, jalapenos on there as well. And it is really, see really, that. really good. Because sometimes be. um, there's things that people make with chicken, like figs. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or something... Like sweet and you, yes. it's not expected. And it works. You do that yeah. a lot with pork chops. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you right. do... the jams. Yeah, or applesauce. It's very like autumnal, like with the apples. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
Um, and no connection between these, but our next our next topic here this morning is <laughs> this is a, I love a good list. I mean, come on, you got to make a list. Let's make a list. Let's make a list. Uh, Consumer Reports is out with the number one things that will give you food poisoning. Oh, no. <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly cheeseburgers from Culver's are not on here, shockingly. Uh, but uh, this, uh, some of the lower items on the list really surprised me. Uh, number 10 on this, there are 10 items. Number 10 is flour. Flour is going to get you sick? What? I mean, maybe if there's like bugs in it because you left it in your cabinet too long. Isn't it because? It's not like processed right or something or it's not cooked well i mean you can apparently there has been a case an incident of a salmonella outbreak because of flour and that ends up you know in your cookie dough maybe you're making some cookies and you have a little bit of raw cookie dough and uh oh that could be i mean that's a thing people are handling this stuff but everybody always thinks about the eggs you know in cookie dough but the flour is a risk number nine on the list is cantaloupe cantaloupe there's a lot of fruit here i wonder why because cantaloupe Mm. It has a very hard, you have to cut it. Where's it coming from? I don't get it. <laughs> well, You're not, there's, it's not like someone's hand, like you would handle a bell pepper the or outside, an, un, you right, know, yep. mm-hmm. this, it's scooped out of the, right. I mean, you don't, it, the and rind very is, thick. is protective, but so, sounds like it's easy that if the rind gets broken in any way, shape mm, or form, bacteria can get in there oh. and it's really easy with melons for them to contain a lot of uh, bacteria that That's way. Fancy. Peaches, papayas, lots of fruits, chicken, makes sense. Chicken. Yeah. Number five's turkey. Okay. Got it. Raw poultry. Totally right. get it. Onions. You called that one just yeah. now. Uh, ground beef. Again, these are the the list of uh, things that can are most likely to cause you food poisoning. And then deli meats and cheeses, which kind of surprised me because I figured there's so much salt in there that like it would kill everything. <laughs> but really, it says deli meats and cheeses are number two. Really, number two. And then number one, and this is the this one makes me so mad. But it's always in the news. But it, it makes sense now that I'm reading it. Bagged salads. And other leafy greens. Well, I think we assume that they're already washed. You gotta rinse them again, honey. Because how many I'm times? I'm gonna be honest with you. I never do. I don't either. But I you just should. open the bag, throw it in a bowl, and I assume it's clean. But how many times have has have we been watching the news and it's like romaine? Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's taking down whole cities. You know? Right. All right, anyway. you're gonna have to tell us. Oh man. About your healthy eating causing another problem. Real quick, so I no, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to get too specific. But well, you could work around it. Well, right. I don't even know what you're going to say. No, okay. So I had a kidney stone. Okay, I had oh, a yeah. kidney stone. Yep. And I the we had a conclusion meeting of my kidney stone doctor Cause experience. Of, okay. Yeah. And the and I was like, I expected him to say, drink more water, right. eat less salt, right? Do this, do that. No, you know what the conclusion of my meeting with the doctor was? And eat more garbage. Him? I have to right. <laughs> yes, carbs and I, apparent apparently, and he kind of was like, yeah, this is really weird, but you know, because I eat, I always get the spinach for the salad. I'm yeah. always eating mixed Kale nuts, no yeah. salt, a handful of that in the morning. You know, I'm eating. Too healthy. 
So what does he want you to do? Well, that's the funny thing, because he apparently the, the things that makes that happen, it's called oxalate or something. And it's like it's in everything. It's in like all kinds of vegetables. It's in this. It's in that. And what's really funny is he handed me this sheet. And that's why I wrote, I can't win, because he hands me this sheet. And he's like, these are these are high oxalate foods. And it's all the healthy stuff that I'm eating already, you know. And then he's like, here's things that don't have a lot of oxalate in it. Bacon. <laughs> Mayonnaise, you know. Okay, so like, he wants you to get gout instead of well, kidney stones. <laughs> and he said, he's like, listen, I realize this is counterintuitive because you might not have a kidney stone, but you'll have heart disease. So right. it's like people, I you just can't win. You can't win in this life. Oh, so just man. happy medium, I don't know. Do you want to play a game? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get a caller on the line. 651-641-1071. Bet on Matt or bet on me. If you bet, uh, bet correctly on who's going to win, you'll win a Hey, what's up, friends? It's Steve from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. All right, here's a problem, but don't worry. I'll give you a solution as well. The problem is this. 81% of Minnesotans only have one insurance agent representing one insurance company. Guess how many quotes they give you, huh, math majors? Yeah, you get one. That's not really a formula for saving money. So here's your solution. The Canopy Group has 40 professionals who represent 16 reputable companies. And you stand to benefit from those numbers. Here's how it works. You go to thecanopygroup.com and then you can just click get a quote. It's right there in a little red button. You click that and then the process has begun. So their team of professionals turns to those insurance companies and says, all right, we've got someone who needs insurance. Here's what they need. Here's what they need covered. And then those insurance companies, guess what? They want to win the business. They don't want to lose to the other 15 that they're up against. And then that way they put together a package that helps you to get the best coverage you can get at the absolute best price. Don't believe me? Check out thecanopygroup.com. All right, we're back. Yes, we are. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. That's Matt Belanger, though. Steve's out for a few days. He will be back, I guess, on Thursday. Yeah. From what I'm hearing. That's what my calendar says. We'll That's find fine. out. That's fine. Whatever. Okay. I'm here if you need I'm me. I'm all about going with the flow. Amen. Let's play a little game. It is called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, we're going to find out how smart the two of you are. Thank you. And we're going to start with a question. How old do you two think Eddie Murphy is? Uh, Uh, 60. 59. 62. We're all very, very close. Today is Eddie Murphy's birthday. So we are doing Eddie Murphy trivia today. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. And we've got uh, Christine on to play with us. Hi, Christine. What's that? Like a Marge Simpson noise? Yes, that's my growl. (laughs) Christine, what is up? How you doing on a Monday? Oh, not too bad. Working. Working from home. All right. On my break. Good. Nice outside. Yeah. All right. Uh, Christine, do you know a lot about Eddie Murphy trivia? Well, I, we'll find out. <laughs> good answer. Good yes, answer. Good. All right. So um, I bet we're both in the same boat. Yeah. You know, Matt and I, we don't know how we're going to do. So who do you want to play with? Uh, let's go for it, Donna. All right. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Great team. Okay, bye, Matt. Okay, bye. Come Donna. back with snacks. Donna okay. will try to uh, cut into Steve's lead a bit. He's grown it to 13, 38 Shoot. to 25. But, hey, that means if you get the job done here against Matthews next few days, you could be within 10 or at 10 by the okay. time Steve gets back. So, 
All right, Christine, we're going to put you on hold as, again, theme for today. It is Eddie Murphy's birthday, so we're doing a little Eddie Murphy movie trivia. Are you ready, Donna? Yes. The soundtrack from this 1984 Eddie Murphy film hit number one with great songs from the likes of Patti LaBelle, the Pointer Sisters, Glenn Fry, and a song titled Axel F that hit number three in 85, named after Eddie's lead character. Oh, Axel, uh, Axel F. Axel F is the song. Oh, that's What's right. the movie? The movie Trading Places. Trading Places. Many kids simply know Murphy by his voice thanks to his role as Donkey in this animated franchise, one of the highest grossing in history. Shrek. In the 1996 film, or in this 1996 film, Eddie revived a fictional character that was first introduced by Jerry Lewis in 1963. Movie of the same title, uh, in uh, Eddie's version, the proper name for the character is Sherman Clump. Oh, the Clumps. I uh, <laughs> kind of fumbled over that one. I'll give you another chance to answer when we bring Christine in here. I apologize about that. We'll start, uh, Christine, though. We're going to bring you back in here. You heard the answers. You want me to run through them with you? Oh. Actually, I'm good. I know the first one is Beverly Hills Cop. There you go. Oh, okay, good. You got that one. Are you? That's your answer. Okay, sounds good. The yep. sec, second yep. one. Second one, Shrek, and then Jesus. the third one is The Nutty Professor. Dang. Okay. All right, girl. We got some answers Woo! here from All right, Christine. Back. Come on back. We're gonna put you back on hold, Christine. All right. And she is playing for a uh, um. <laughs> my talk T-shirt. Okay, great. Yes. Okay. Hey. Hi. Hey, Matt. <laughs> I'm back. Hey. And I even washed my hands. Oh, that's fabulous. <laughs> You'll do great. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> All right, let's do it indeed again. Eddie Murphy movie trivia is our theme today. Oh. Are you ready? Matty B from TV. I'm never ready. Let's go. All right, the soundtrack from this 1984 Eddie Murphy film hit number one with great songs from the likes of Patti LaBelle, the Pointer Sisters, Glenn Fry, and a song titled Axel F that reached number three. That was named after Eddie's lead character's name. Oh, my goodness. 84, good year. I That's when I joined this universe. I don't know, pass. <laughs> Many kids simply know Murphy by his voice thanks to the role of Donkey in this animated ah! franchise, one of the highest grossing in history. Oh my gosh, I don't know. I feel like I kind of uh, maybe will be able to come back to that. Three. In, in this 96 film, Eddie revived a fictional character that was first introduced to us by Jerry Lewis in a 1963 movie of the same title. In Eddie's version, his proper name was Sherman Clump. Oh, oh! Oh, the nutty professor. <laughs> All right. Okay, wait. And uh, come on, wait. What the two was the the donkey? Yep. Uh, I don't know. And in the morning, we're having waffles. All right, let's get it going here. We've got uh, first off the first one. Uh, actually, we'll start at that uh, last one. In the 1996 film, Eddie revived the uh, fictional character. It indeed was the Nutty Professor. Woo! On the board. A little behind the buzzer. We'll give it to you, though. Thank you. Uh, the second one, many kids simply know Murphy by his voice, thanks to his role of Donkey in this animated franchise. What is that? that would be Shrek. Yes. Yes. Gosh darn it. Mm-hmm. So uh, with uh-huh. that, though, uh, <laughs> a 2-1 lead in favor of Donna and Christine. Oh, and gosh, we go Rack. to the top one. Donna couldn't come up with the answer for that first one. Christine could, though. It was <gasps> Beverly Hills Cop. Nicely oh, done. Is that yes. with uh, Nick Nolte? Yeah, uh, Yeah. right? No. 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 Who, who's no. in that one? No. Who's in that no. one? Christine, no. who is it? Nope. Uh, the uh, one with Nick Nopi is 48 Hours. Oh, oh yes. man. Yeah. This was a tough I guess, time. I guess I do know a lot about Eddie Murphy's movie. You, you sure do. do. Well done, Christine. <laughs> I well want to know done. who's in Beverly Hills Cop. Who's his partner? Okay. Well, John Aston is in it. And Judd, then it, 
Judge, Judge Reinhold. Oh, there you go. Judge Reinhold. Yep. Got it. Well, congratulations, ladies. Thanks, Matt. Thank we really needed this no, win. All right, hold on tight. I'll get your uh, details, Christine. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yay, Christine. Thank you. All right. <sighs> you know, even though I'm a loser. You're um, not a loser. You're I, a helper. I have an amazing <laughs> couple of um, things for you here. All right. You know, let's Time do it. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 <laughs> this, Okay. Right, first of all, I love the tip segment. I love thinking about this and trying to come up with what I to say. I love that you love it. I love it. It's like one of my favorite things. Oh, good. And click on this because I, I, these are like amazing tips for Easter. Easter coming up, of course, this weekend. That's right. And if you've got kids, you're probably thinking like, how are we going to change it up this year? And normally when you click on these like five tips for a healthy and safe Easter and then you click on it, and it's like, don't eat raw eggs. Like it's these are, they're not like good tips or creative idea, ideas. This website that I it's oh, yeah, these, for, are good. these are really good. So I'm going to fire off a couple here. OK, keep up. All right. If you don't want to do candy, if your kids are over-sugared as it is, this is a great idea. Go to, like, a craft store and okay. get a blank put-together puzzle. They sell them. Like, you can buy, like, um, an 8x10 cardboard thing that's stamped into puzzle pieces already, but it's nothing on it. And then you can, like, write your own Oh, you make your own picture message or on it. Right, you write like "Happy Easter, we love you," you know, and your you kids' names. You draw a picture of a bunny. You you customize it, right? And then you take the puzzle apart after you write the message, Cute. and then you put a piece of the puzzle in each egg, and you hide it. And then so when your kids find all the eggs, they have all the puzzle pieces, and they put it together, and then they see the message. Cute. That's adorable, and all right. th- that's what caught my eye. I never thought about this. Um, when I was growing up, you know, the dying of the eggs. A lot of people are going to die the hard-boiled eggs here. For sure. You buy a kit. You buy the kit. Well, is it like Paws? Yeah. P-A-A-S, Or Paws. whatever it is. Well, you don't have to buy the kit, people. Okay. Uh, I am told that you can use Kool-Aid to color the eggs. Oh, okay. I don't know if it transfers flavor. That, I don't... But actually, you're you're not dying the, like, inside. You're dying the shell, so... Correct. Just to clarify. So, I... Thanks, ho- Matt. Let's hope it doesn't leach through and you end up with, like, a lime-flavored egg, but um, you can... No. You can pour one envelope of each Kool-Aid color into, like, little glasses and add two-thirds of a cup of water and use that to dye your eggs. If you want, it's an option. It's an option. Um, This is genius, too. Kids plus dying eggs equals a big mess. However, if to help the kids out and to for your own sanity, get a whisk. Okay. Like a whisk that you'd, you know, do the pancake batter with. Right. And then you know how you can like part the little metal Tong, what are the and little the little metal strings? <laughs> you know, you can the like tines, ta- whatever it is. You can like part them a little and shove the egg in there, the hard boiled egg in there, and it'll it'll cut back in, and then the egg is like in the little cage of the whisk. Okay, so it, uh, you might be able to describe okay. this better, but 
you basically shove the egg into the middle of a whisk, and then you you give that to the kid, and the kid can like easily draw, dip the egg in and pull it I out. I see. So you're not like, I mean, how many times have we been there with the t- the tablespoon trying to get the egg out of the cup of dye? The cup of dye spills over. It goes over the you table. You could also do it with a little um, strainer. Yeah, that's like true, too. Like a sifter or something. But this dip. is a nice way to get it right out, sure. in and out. Kids can do it. They love that. Um, and then a couple other ideas. If you have older kids, you can do like an upside down. Instead of a Easter basket, you can do an upside down like baseball cap or something and or, fill that uh, up with Did you with see the umbrellas? Oh, I know. That's not adorable. However, that's huge. So like these kids are living their privileged life because like that's or you a get large, a baby umbrella a little you know, tiny one, for one a, like a toddler too. yeah the example photo here is like a real umbrella like so you turn you open <laughs> the umbrella you turn it upside down you fill it with grass and then yep. you put various books um, and yes, things and and just whatever treats inside yeah. oh that's cute Have you ever um, we'll link this up for everybody this is by a the way. really great list you can put leftover peeps those stupid candies that nobody likes sorry if you like peeps but you can like rip up the little chunks and put them in pancakes the next morning sure um do you ever put a peep in the microwave yes have you and it like blows up and have you ever seen it's that? been a very long time. It doesn't explode, blow up. It just it gets expands. big. It like, expands. It's kind of funny. My brother and I would do that all the time. <laughs> we had a great childhood. Okay, that's all, right, that's all I got. Fun. Mike, are, you're a peep person, aren't you? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> the only okay. thing they're good for is put them in the microwave and Throwing watch them in. You know, however, they're, one of the tips on this list has them as um, making a s'mores. Oh. Instead mm-hmm. of using a regular marshmallow, mm-hmm. can use that. So very cute. Mike will link that up for you. It's mind blowing Easter Mike. tips. Woo-hoo. Hey, when we come back, uh, Matt just started a series that I have yet to start the new season on, but you're on season one. I want to see what you think about that. I also checked out a new show with Kiefer Sutherland. I'll tell you about that too when we come right back on my talk. Yeah. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve extravaganza. Minus Steve. <laughs> Look who's here. It is Matt Belanger, everybody. Matty Hi. B from TV. Hello. Weather. Thanks for having me. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, thanks for being here. We really appreciate you helping Aww. us out. Yay. Um. Okay, so you started watching. Well, I'm impressed that you started watching this because usually well, you're like, what do you, you mean? know, you watch like fluffy stuff. Listen here, you're, lady. You're fluffy. I'm going to call you fluffy from now on. Listen, I know I could stand to lose a couple pounds. No, you're not that kind of fluffy. <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, I started watching Yellow Jackets. It is, I knew nothing about this, didn't know it was a thing. And apparently it popped up and we decided to start. Kyle has, let's just lay it like that. Kyle has the remote control. So he decided that we were going to start watching Yellow Jackets, and I went along that for the ride. That concerns me, but Unwilling okay. passenger. That's a, we don't have time for therapy today. All right. Anyway, so I think it kind of showed up as a suggested thing because season two is out now. This is like a, this is on, this is like a Showtime show, but it's on Prime. If you have Showtime, you can watch it through there. I don't know. Figure it out. This is Melanie Linsky, <laughs> Christina Ricci. Yes. Yeah. And it, so premise is, if you've not seen the show, and again, I'm playing catch up i'm still working to get through season one trying to get to season two these episodes are kind of long though it's like oh my goodness but um yeah they're they're big meaty episodes and you're like whoa i don't know if i can commit here to to keep going right so like there's this it's basketball right they're a basketball high school basketball team i thought it was soccer soccer Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sport ball. 
Okay. So it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a girls' sport ball team. And sport ball. they're real good. They're the Yellow Jackets. Okay, it's the mascot. And um, they get to go to nationals. And the one kid's family's really rich. And so they get like a private chartered plane to fly to the nationals. And lo and behold, the plane crashes in the woods somewhere. And uh, there are survivors. Ontario, right? Ontario. I don't even know that yeah, I know. the wilderness. And, the yep. wilderness. Oh, yeah, because it was in Canada where they were going, I think. Yep. Um, and they, like, are surviving. And I won't spoil... It's a little I, Lord of the Flies, yes. like, yeah. They're, you know, eating deer and each other and things and whatever. Uh, yeah, they're, they're doing, like, <laughs> rituals and... But it bounces back and forth between what the kids were experiencing in the initial emergency and the aftermath of it. And then it also, then you catch up with a, a group of these kids. Who survived. Who survived and have grown up. And it's many, many, you know, it's decades later. And they have yeah. families and lives and things. But, like, it's still haunting them. And yes. it kind of, it cuts back and forth. Yeah, so, there's a lot of parallel editing. Like, it's like, here's what happened here. Then you've. Fast forward, and mm-hmm. they'll show Melanie Linsky's character as a mom, and blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and then running into like these kids. I have mixed- the, uh, not kids, but other yeah. teammates from the time because they all still live in the same general vicinity. And apparently, they became famous because they survived all like many so nine months or write something. Stories about yes. them and their ordeal, and some of them don't want to talk. And there's some weird stuff. Like, let's be honest, there's some weird stuff that's kind of... Are I've you yet- digging it? Um, I have mixed feelings. I th- I kind of did, too. I was like, you know what? It's different. It's very different it is, than it's, anything it's, that's on television. Yeah, the, the, the whole plane crash into wilderness premise is not unique. Like, that is the plot right. of, like, so many things. But, right. Um, I do... I mean, I'm into it because there is enough weirdness that I'm kind of... Intrigued. Intrigued. I mean, yeah. I mean, and it's just like, I just want to get you've got the brave people or the people who are like, I got this. I'm going to take control Mm -hmm. of this situation. And then other ones who are like, and the little, the, the, um, uh, the character of Misty, who was like, the girl who's not on the team but is like the team helper yes, yes, with the glasses yes. and the curly blonde hair yes. and she's like in love with the coach. Is that and, Christina Ricci? I right? think yeah. I think so. And yeah. right. And so anyway, it's she's um, great. Anyway, so there's I, I would give it a shot. Um I'm but I'm anxious to get like I had a moment last night because I knew we were gonna talk about this, and I was like, I gotta get to season two, and I, we're on episode six or something. Okay, and these are long; they're I think they're upwards of an hour. Yeah, and I'm I I was like, how many episodes of this are there? And then I like pulled up on the remote, and it's like there's like twelve episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. I might get through it by you know in a month. So we'll see if I, I can found get myself up. at some time some points. First of all, I think the acting is really good. Um, it's a really good cast. Mm-hmm. There were times when I was like, you know, I'd get irritated and like, ugh, she's so annoying. I can't deal with an hour of this. Right. You know, but you know, whatevs. Yeah. I'm going to watch season two. I haven't started it yet. I don't think it's a throw on a load of whites kind of show though. No, you have to lean in. You kind of do. Yeah. The, uh, speaking of not throwing in a load of whites rabbit hole with okay. um this is on paramount plus it stars Kiefer sutherland mike have you watched i have not no it's the one that just looks kind of like more of 24, 24. <laughs> it's like 24 meets homeland okay. and they're comparing it to another uh foreign i i can't remember if it's out of scotland or somewhere like that but they're 
saying it's like an American version of whatever that show is. Kiefer Sutherland is great. There are eight episodes, Paramount Plus. It's about a dude um, named John Ware. And he's like very deceptive in this world of corporate espionage. And he's framed for something he didn't do, goes on the run from an enemy. And there's lots of like mind games and... I can't decide if I'm super into it or not. I watched two episodes. Okay. I'll probably watch a third later in the week. But it's fine. He's good. He looks really good. Thank you. Maybe that's reason enough to give it a shot. He looks fantastic. But uh, the the cast is fantastic. Mm. The acting is good. I just don't know that this is my genre. You know, because you got to pay attention I, I have to admit, the first show, I don't even know what's going on. I don't know what this guy does for a living. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wh- whose side is he on? Is he an FBI guy? Is he... I think it has to do with, um, not the Federal Trade Commission. It has to do with, like, Wall Street stuff. It takes place in New York. Again, it's called Rabbit Hole hmm. with Kiefer like Sutherland. banking crisis kind of... Uh, yeah. Like, what is it? What's it's it like called? It's like bad guys on Wall Street. Yeah, all that investor mumbling on And people, like... Doing things to benefit themselves financially. Insider traders. Yes. All those things. And he's, is he the good guy who's trying to like. I think he's a good guy who people think is a bad guy. Okay. So he's got some bad guy tendencies for the good of. The people. Yeah. It's, (laughs) I don't know. I guess I'll stick with it. It's, it's very action packed. All right. You, you keep watching that, and I'll All right, keep going fine. with Yellow Jackets here, and we'll try right. to make it. We'll try to make it together. All right. Um, hey, I don't know if this story is old or not. I, I believe it happened on Friday, but did you guys talk about how the uh, assistant director for Rust, Dave Halls, pleaded no contest and got six months uh, suspended jail sentence? In that uh, shooting, I hadn't heard. Um, I know that it came out a little bit ago, but I think. I think everyone's interested in how this is all going to shake Right. Out, you know? Well, he received a suspended six-month jail sentence in his plea hearing on Friday. This was, of course, in a New Mexico court. Uh, he pleaded no contest to negligent use of a deadly weapon mm. and the unsafe handling of a firearm. And so he's on probation for six months, unsupervised probation. Um, so... That is what the judge explained to the defendant. Um, he could have asked for a court case. Um, and But the judge said, are you willing to give up that right? And he said, yes. And so this is the Alec Baldwin situation, right? This is that set and that correct. movie. And so he's still looking at involuntary he, manslaughter. Yes. So this is the first person to be sentenced. Got it. Got it. Because um, everyone's going to want to see what happens with Baldwin. I don't, I don't think he's been in court yet. No, no. Uh, This guy would be required to testify in all the hearings involving any and all of the defendants in the case. He had to pay a $500 fine. He has to attend a firearm safety course within 60 days and have no contact with witnesses and co-defendants in the case. So, yeah, it looks like now we've got to deal with the, um, what do you call it, the armorer? That Hannah um, Gutierrez... Oh yeah, the person, the, basically the person who's responsible for right. making all that be set so for, she's set for the shoot. Still, um, 
waiting on that and Alec Baldwin. But it's well. taking a long time to play out. Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel like oh, it's yeah. really slow gears. I agree. Turning here, but well, we'll find I agree. Out. All right, well we're gonna get a dirt alert with the big Zamboni coming up momentarily, and then I watched a movie on the plane. Yay. Um, which I have like some thoughts on because I read the book. Oh. And then I saw the movie. That always changes things. I will tell you what I think. You might be surprised by what I have to say. That's coming up next.